Greetings. My name is Blake Schmida, and welcome to the American Valor Podcast. On the American Valor Podcast, supported by the Bob Feller Active Valor Foundation, our goal is to educate and inspire with acts of valor that embody the traits which National Baseball Hall of Famer and United States Chief Petty Officer Bob Feller lived by. Citizenship, service above self, and commitment to country in a time of great national need. Welcome back to the American Valor Podcast, folks. It is your usual host, Blake Schmida, and I am joined by not only a special guest, but fellow host of the American Valor Podcast. That is right. We are joined today by Enrique Acosta Gonzalez, a new host of the American Valor Podcast. We want to make you familiar with Enrique, uh, his background, and you know, definitely his voice going forward here as well, because we are very excited to have you aboard here, Enrique. Um, and welcome to the American Valor Podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be joining uh, the American Valor Podcast and all the listeners that we have listening across the nation. Uh, it truly is an honor. Well, certainly an honor it is to have you as well. Um, and, you know, I want to just start off with something a little basic, you know, a little bit of a, not necessarily icebreaker, maybe yes, a little bit of a get to know me here. You know, we're very glad to have you back as a leadership savant with the Bob Feller Active Valor Foundation. That's right. Enrique has worked with, with us in the past. Um, he is now going to be one of the familiar faces of the American Valor podcast, however. Um, and I know that, Enrique, you have been keeping plenty busy lately. So I was wondering if you wouldn't mind giving the listeners some insight into both your background as well as your current ventures. Yeah. So as you mentioned, I was working with the uh, Active Valor Foundation. I had to separate for a little while, do some business things. Uh, but now I'm back uh, joining forces uh, on the podcast. I'm a leadership development specialist, or some would call it a uh, professional. And after serving 26 years in the Navy, I decided to uh, go through some of the uh, learning curve of on, not entrepreneurship, but the corporate America. During that process, I figured that it was best for me to go on my own uh, with the leadership acumen and history and experience that I had and formulated what I uh, have now as a company, Triad Leadership Solutions. And that is what I've been doing for the last uh, four to five years now uh, since uh, leaving service. Great. And I was actually hoping maybe we could dive a little bit more into your service to our country. Thank you very much as well. I know you served in the Navy um, and I was hoping you could kind of give us a, a brief background and um, where that career took you and, you know, kind of starting to get into some of these ideas of, of our pillars. Um, in what ways do you think that the Navy most molded you or informed you Um of what it means to be a strong leader. You know, there's certainly plenty of ways to lead. Um, and, and in the Navy, I know things may 
you know, come a, a little bit more naturally for some than others. So, uh, you know, just wanting to to learn more about your introduction to the Navy, uh, to where it's taken you now and influenced you now as a leader. Yeah. So I joined the Navy right out of high school, 18 years old, went to boot camp in Orlando, did my service school up in Chanute Air Force Base, ran to Illinois, and then they shipped me away to Hawaii and forgot about me. And that was a great thing. I'm not complaining about that one bit, but I was in the meteorology and oceanography community uh, throughout my entire 26 years. Very fortunate to have been in that community because it did uh, show me a lot in the STEM field and it was wonderful uh, to serve in that capacity. Now uh, to your question, which is uh, funny uh, to ask what, uh, you know, what it means to be a strong leader. It is completely the opposite of what people think. I have seen and I have learned throughout those years uh, that the strongest leaders was the most humble and the strongest leaders were the most influential. It had nothing to do with strength. It had everything to do with how much they just basically melted themselves into the people they were leading. And that humility and that uh, soft-spokenness, it it was just one of those things that led to a lot of influences uh, that I was able to witness, uh, not not only as a follower, uh, but as a leader. So you learn throughout time that true strength is one that's not exerted. It's one that comes from inside of you. And I saw a many a sailor transformed through that, uh, what we were called, you know, quiet strength. Yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely can appreciate that very much. I think in my mind, one of the most effective leaders that I can be and that I have experienced as well as, as somebody who's willing to relate to, you know, the highest of highs and the lowest of lows and roles regardless of the organization um, and and the size and scope of it. I think that's very important. um, And certainly it it seems that you've kind of climbed the highest of ladders as well here all the way, you know, to a a point in 2018 where you uh, started triad leadership solutions and, and certainly have seen plenty of growth in your own business since then. And um, and I, I know you have a very, uh, specific motto that you like to employ and, um, you know, transforming success stories into success stories. And what do I mean by that? Um, maybe I should let Enrique kind of take that over a little bit. Um, but, you know, what kinds of things have you learned about both yourself and others in transitioning from those success stories into success stories? I'll let you kind of expand on what that means as well. Yeah. So, yeah, just to, uh, so that, uh, slogan, <laughs> that slogan, uh, was brought out as I was just trying to ponder what success was, um, and why so many people are after it, but seems to be elusive. And, and then you have a lot of folks that show you 
some type of representation of success, but it truly was in my mind, uh, a representation of suck cess. And then it, you know, so I say, I take you from success to success. And what most people don't understand is that that K that K that's right in the middle is so troublesome. And it is usually the thing that keeps us from experiencing what true success is and a fulfillment is and being happy with what you're doing. And so I started using that slogan uh, after thinking about it. Uh, it has been uh, my staple now comment uh, for the last five years where I really focus on what is the thing that is keeping you from fulfilling this thing that you want to uh, have in your life, you know, call success. Um, and through that process of enabling folks to go through that journey, uh, that self-exploratory journey and that deep dive into what makes them and makes them tick and then allows them to get to wherever it is that they want to go. Um, it, it has been a great four to five years where I've seen people just go from almost giving up to uh, bringing them through a journey where they not only get to that place that they want to be in, but they rediscover themselves throughout the, throughout the whole time. And so it's really a transformative journey uh, for them through the program that I bring them through. Uh, but it, uh, at the end of the day, uh, it's really the lives change that I really find joy in. Uh, because when a person changes, then wherever that person goes changes. And it's usually, you know, for the better. So it's been, it's been great to see it uh, all evolve for me, uh, but even greater to see it uh, come to pass with them. That's great. And I kind of want to stick along the same topics with, you know, um, my next point here as kind of a nod to your own podcast. And yes, if you guys could not already tell Enrique is, is very well versed and is not uh, foreign to the podcast world here um, brings a lot to the table for us. And I was wondering, you know, in, in what ways do you think both our armed forces you know, that you're very familiar with and, and major league baseball that certainly is a hit down there in Florida as well. Um, in what ways do you think both of those two organizations kind of have their own unique ways of developing the leader within and yes, developing the leader within is Enrique's own podcast that he's hoping to, uh, bring a little bit of that expertise over here to the American Valor podcast as well. But, um, again, what, what kind of ways do you think each of those organizations have their own unique ways of developing the leader within? Yeah. So uh, both organizations uh, focus on taking someone from their current situation, acknowledging their potential, and then getting them to the point where they can either execute or excel 
the expectations that they had when they saw them, right? So uh, if you if you look at the major league baseball, uh, the way they do, right? It starts with this with with a person that was doing something. The scout shows up, right? And that it's a, people are noticing. People are noticing now. Uh, our scouts in the military are the recruiters. Right? Uh, they may not have the same uh, requirement. Uh, for scouting someone, but they do have a requirement, right? Um, some of those requirements because of the current situation now in our world uh, have kind of been adjusted. And so you'll see some forces now, uh, you know, even Navy uh, say, Hey, you don't need a, a high school diploma now. Right. And so it, 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 it differs in the demand. Now, I don't think, Major League Baseball is going to anytime soon say, hey, you don't even have to play baseball, right? Uh, that's not going to happen. You have to do that. Uh, the requirement for the armed forces is, are, are you a citizen? Are you a, a a patriot? Are you somebody that is willing uh, to put it all on the line when it comes down to it for your nation? And so although it may not be similar uh, in, in, in fashion between MLB and, uh, the military, what we're asking is, are you willing to put everything you got into service to this entity, right? MLB is asking people, are you willing to put everything you got into this thing we call baseball? And the armed forces are saying, are you willing to put everything you got into the protection of our nation and the upholding of the constitution of the United States. Right. So uh, we're asking for the top of the top, the best of the best. And, you know, we've seen it both don't get that all the time. Right. You've got some people that come in and then they just fade out. Uh, military does as well. Uh, but what I could say, uh, you know, when we're talking about developing the leader within, in both organizations, they they know that this person has a potential. And what they want to do is bring out the best in them because we know that the best in them will equal success, right? Championships, wars won. You know, those are the pinnacles of both of those uh, organizations. And uh, developing the leader within is what we do as, as leaders in both those organizations. And you have your coaches, you have your managers, you have your staff. They all play a role in the development of this player or this service member. And uh, it's interesting to see that it is not that different now. You know, we're not asking baseball players to, to give their life for their nation. Uh, but they do give their all uh, for the love of the sport and the fans and, and things like that. So uh, different requirements, but that development is something that is, is going on on both sides. Yeah, and I think that's a, a perfect segue here because, you know, with both of those scouts in the baseball world and and recruiters in the military world, I think you're not only looking for those physical attributes, you know, strong agile, things like that. 
you know, I think the ones that truly go above and beyond and truly develop into those leaders, whether it's captains, lieutenants, things of that nature in both worlds is, is the moral um, attributes that they bring to the table. And, and like you said, they have to be willing to put in that work. And um, as you mentioned, while many baseball players now aren't putting their lives on the line more so, you know, putting everything on the field that they can for the fans. There was once a, a, mm-hmm. a man that is the namesake of our foundation. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm happy to have somebody on who can embody a lot of the traits that Bob Feller lived by, um, you know, traits like citizenship, service above self and, and commitment to country in a time of great national need. Um, so I'm curious, you know, as, as a perfect bow on this little intro um, for you, Enrique, what inspired you most about Feller's story and and has kind of enticed you to return to the foundation um, to tell the stories of others that share a background with Feller, you know, in the present day? Yeah, so there are different touch points when you talk about Feller and, and his uh, Major League Baseball career and then his uh, military career. Uh, so uh, we both uh, served in the Navy uh, and we both uh, served during wartime and we both were chiefs. And so, uh, you know, there's uh, so many different other uh, points that we can talk about, but those are the three that are like right, dead on uh, part of my life, part of his life. And though he saw <laughs> World War Two was no joke. Right. It, the wars nowadays, uh, they're, they're different. Uh, now they're not different for those Marines and army that, and, and seals and special forces that go in and they're fighting bullets left and right. Right. That has not changed, but there are some other, uh, parts of, uh, of our military, uh, that is, you know, because of technology, more standoffish and can still strike, right? That Those those things are a little different. Uh, but if, if I was to, you know, encapsulate what citizenship, service above self and commitment to the country uh, in time of war, uh, those are the three points that, that a fellow and I share. Now, my desire uh, for service in the foundation uh was basically generated from just the desire to serve. And I was looking for an organization that was doing some great things that I could feel kin to. Now there's a lot of other foundations out there, uh, but very few touch so many points for me. And so not only having uh, Bob Feller uh, as a fellow chief, you know, in the Navy, uh, which uh, makes him family forever, right? If, if you know anything about the chief history and how the chief community is, uh, once a chief, you, you're always going to be a chief, and it is brother and sister for life. And so uh, having gotten his history and what he did and you know, there's, there's, but, but few nowadays since nine 11 happened, you know, and we do have football players and baseball players that just said, Hey, I'm going in, but back in world war two, 
that was a call to service that a lot of people went in. You know, a lot of people went in and they, and they put that career down uh, uh, and and joined the forces and a lot of singers did. Uh, so not only am I proud of uh, a fella's uh, history, uh, but his willingness to serve uh, the nation when they needed him most. Well, and Enrique, it's been an honor to have you on here. And, and folks, I promise you that is just a taste of the rich interviews and and stories that you'll hear going forward. Um, next time, Enrique will likely be, well, I can almost guarantee you, be on that other side of the table here, um, sharing some stories with with guests going forward. And um, Enrique, it's it's been great getting to know you to this point so far. And um, like I said, welcome to the American Valor podcast. And we look forward to uh, everything that you have to to offer um, and I greatly look forward to hearing your, your voice much more often here on, on the podcast. So, uh, a, thank you for being a guest and, and B, uh, let's roll. Love to have you as another host here on the American Valor podcast. I'm looking forward to it. To our listeners, this concludes this episode of the American Valor podcast. This conversation is brought to you by the Bob Feller Active Valor Foundation, the Department of the Navy, Major League Baseball, USAA, BWXT, Huntington Ingalls, and the Cleveland Guardians. Please feel free to leave your comments in the comments section below and connect with the Bob Feller Active Valor Foundation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Active Valor Award. You can engage with the foundation at activevalorward.org. There, you can learn about the Bob Feller Jerry Coleman, recent nominees of the awards, view pictures for everyone at the American Valor Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we'll talk to you next time.